0: Sam Walker's Desert Diaries, week 21. G'day from Australia, mate. (laughs) Well, what a week. Since I last spoke to you, I've driven over 2,500 kilometres. It would normally take me about three months to drive that far, but it was terrific. So often, Mum and I were just the only vehicle on the road for miles, accelerating along a single line of tarmac, separating vast plains of forest, desert, scrubland, you name it. Now and again, you'd pass a sign denoting that a homestead was a mere 100 kilometres off the road. I was just desperate to drive up that track, meet the people who lived there. Who were they? Why did they do it? What did they do there? How did they end up somewhere so remote? What on earth? was their life like. But we kept on driving. We headed north from Carnarvon on day three to Coral Bay, a teeny fishing town I last visited in nineteen ninety one, a place which held such incredible memories of being a carefree teenager on the adventure of a lifetime. I'd always hoped to go back there one day, but I never imagined it would have happened on this trip. And I never imagined it would have been under these circumstances. Now, how can I even describe it to you? The so white and powdery, it feels like you're skipping through icing sugar. Water's so clear and more shades of blue than you can imagine existed. An incredible marine life right there on the shore. I screeched into my snorkel the first time I put my head in the ocean. I was standing chest deep in the sea and I just leant over and put my face in the water to see about eight different species of fish, blue, pink, green, yellow, silver, all swimming around my legs without a care. I mentioned that I'd visited Coral Bay many, many years before when travelling with the American boy in my teens. And during times when my mum was resting, I went for walks and found myself sitting or standing in places that I'd been in the exact same spot under such different circumstances more than 25 years before. At times like that, it's impossible not to think about your life. Think about the choices you've made, the mistakes you've made, your regrets. What would my 19-year-old self think of me now? Of course I've made mistakes. I've done things I'd never do again. Things that I'm not proud of. But regrets? No. i thought about choices I've made in my life. Dreams I've followed. Risks I've taken. And I'm glad. I'm glad I've done every single one of those things. It doesn't mean they've all worked out. It doesn't mean they haven't been incredibly hard. But I've given it a go. I think if I hadn't, that is what I would regret. I think the 19-year-old me, but think I've done all right. There's so much I could share with you. Watching England win the rugby in a tiny beachside bar, sparring with a bunch of Aussies who were supporting Tonga. My mum really loves the rugby, so she was so chuffed when she realised this little corner of Australia was showing the match. She ate fresh barramundi and drank beer, and I just loved seeing her so happy. Heading back south, we pulled into an old telegraph station and I heard the brummy twinge of the woman's voice who ran it. Turns out she grew up just a couple of miles from mum in Birmingham at the same time. The world can be such a small place. She and mum had a great time chatting and reminiscing. I'll be honest, at times it was really tough. Mum was only a week out of surgery and she was still getting really tired and on occasions she was in a lot of discomfort and pain. One night, I lay away wondering if I'd just made a massive mistake taking the trip at all. Mum was crying out from the nerve damage from her operation. She'd had some hardcore painkillers, but they just weren't working. I thought, should we just have stayed at home? But then, as Mum said, I'd still be in pain if I was in Perth, and we wouldn't have seen all the wonderful things we've seen. And it has been just magic. From big red kangaroo I saw out the windows of the van one morning when I was brushing my teeth... To the four baby emus I slowed down to let cross on a deserted highway. From the spectacular and slightly alarming Pinnacles desert, which made me feel like I was an episode of Doctor Who, I'm really sure those rocks were actually moving when I wasn't looking. Right down to our final dip in the ocean on the final day of the trip, in the brilliantly named Hangover Bay. Memories have been made. I've got an Instagram story you can go and have a look at, at Sam Walker Radio, if you do fancy seeing any of our adventures. Come and let me know what you think. It was with a heavy heart then that we returned Bruce, our campervan back to the rental company. As I was driving down the highway to take him back, I just had this mad fantasy about turning around and just driving back up north to the wilds, wondering how far I could get until the rental form caught up with us. But of course, there's the not-so-small matter of two little people who've been really good for Daddy for the last few weeks. But now they're asking, when's Mummy coming home? So home's where I'm heading. It's been a really hard decision. So much about mum's cancer and future treatment just isn't clear yet. I thought she'd be three weeks post-op now and well on the mend, but instead we don't know, well, anything about the future months. I wish by staying longer it would all be clearer, but that in itself might take many more weeks and I'm a mum too as well as a daughter and I'm really aware that they need me now. As well as my husband, he probably needs to go and sit down in a darkened room on his own for a while. So, in a couple of days, with a heavy heart, I'm leaving Australia. I don't know when, if, I'll be back. But the cacti are calling me, so I'll see you in the desert.